Hello, this is Digital Accessibility, the people behind the progress. I'm Joe Walensky, the creator and host of this series. And as an accessibility professional myself, I find it very interesting as to how others have found their way into this profession. So let's meet one of those people right now and hear about their journey. Well, here we go on another edition of our accessibility podcast where we meet practitioners in the field. And uh, as always, the main object objective of this is to uh, just hear the stories of different people uh, that have become accessibility practitioners, uh, learn a little bit about their journey. Uh, sometimes uh, people may not be uh, familiar with uh, how to get involved in accessibility, but that's what we want to do here is to uh, uh, invite everybody into what is a uh, very interesting uh, community of practitioners. Uh, today, I am talking with Blake Guyon, and Blake is someone uh, who I met uh, originally. Uh, I was uh, teaching at the University of Washington in Tacoma and uh, Blake had graduated from there with a, a BA in urban studies and uh, since then Blake has uh, gone on to do consulting in the accessibility area and has helped out on projects at Blink for accessibility and so it was uh, natural to be able to have Blake as part of this. Uh, so let's get started. Uh, and hello, Blake, it's good to have you here. Uh, the uh, uh, I thought the first place we could start with is uh, where you're located and the kind of work that you're doing now. Hello, I'm Blake Guyon. I use a speech device to communicate. I live in University Place. I'm the Volunteer Training Development Coordinator at People First of Washington. People First is a statewide nonprofit self-advocacy organization by and for people with disabilities. We advocate, educate, and celebrate people with disabilities. I coordinate documentation for all volunteers, prepare meeting minutes, clean up and organize media files, and research videos on self-advocacy and self-determination skills. Well, uh, thanks for uh, being here. And uh, with uh, having uh, mobility challenges, that's been one of the areas where uh, you've really been able to provide a lot of uh, great input on uh, projects that we've worked on uh, at Blink uh, and as an accessibility com uh, consultant. Uh, but maybe tell us a little bit more about your physical challenges and the kinds of devices that you use to uh, overcome that. I have cerebral palsy. I have a speech impediment and use an iPad application called ProLoco for text for communication. I use an iPhone application called Speak. I have a MacBook Pro. I use assistive touch on my Apple devices to adjust the volume, lock and unlock the screen rotation, and to lock the device. 
I use word prediction software on my computers to help speed up my typing. I have fine motor impairments. I also use a power wheelchair for mobility. Well, it's uh, the, the fact that you've uh, that you use so many devices has, has actually uh, helped out in our projects where you've been able to uh, uh, demonstrate and identify issues uh, with uh, software running on uh, different device types. So that's been uh, uh, very helpful. But uh, yeah, you've also uh, been to our uh, conference, uh, Convey UX, uh, in the Seattle area when we were doing that in a physical environment, and uh, it's great to be able to uh, uh, have you at those. Um, and uh, and so I know that uh, becoming interested in supporting accessibility is something that you want to uh, continue on uh, in your career path, uh, but maybe let's go uh, back in time and uh, tell me a little bit about um, what got you interested in accessibility as a career, in addition to it being an important part of uh, you being able to do uh, any and all the other activities in your life? I feel like our society has a long way to go before people with all disabilities are accepted in workplaces. About two years ago, I had about eight job interviews over a few months. I asked for the interview questions ahead of time and programmed my responses for the interviews, but was not selected. I believe the main reason that I was not chosen was because I use a speech device to communicate. I have been successful gaining employment with disability advocacy organizations. I would like to work for employers who will accept me for who I am. Well, I, I appreciate you uh, uh, sharing that. And uh, it's, uh, you know, been uh, very useful for me as well, working with you uh, in just in the way that we uh, conduct uh, this interview today. Uh, not really a, a big challenge. It was just exactly what you say, just a little pre-planning uh, where we identify uh, questions and issues that we'll, we'll be talking about and then set that up in a way that you're able to, uh, you know, prepare your, uh, your, uh, uh, your own questions, your own responses. Uh, so uh, it's certainly, uh, you know, these are things that uh, are not major obstacles and so hopefully we'll uh, you know we'll continue to uh, improve as a society in in that area um i i know there are some things that have come out in uh, projects that you've uh, assisted on where you've talked about uh issues with accessibility certainly there's lots of uh, different aspects of accessibility that we need to be concerned about but what are some of the things that are most important to you for accessibility? There are many things that are important for me for accessibility. I am a power wheelchair user and rely on accessible infrastructure to get around. I use paths, sidewalks, and curb cuts when rolling through cities in my power wheelchair. Sidewalks provide a safe way for me to get around. 
Curb cuts allow me to get onto the sidewalk. Street lighting is also important. It allows me to see the sidewalk well when it's dark, and helps drivers see me. Accessible technology is also important. When I type on my laptop, I use sticky keys. This feature helps me save time typing. It activates command buttons like shift until I press the key that I want. I use word prediction software to help speed up my typing. I also really appreciate being able to adjust the tracking speed of my mouse. If the mouse is too sensitive, I have a really difficult time using it. Yeah, so thanks for uh, sharing those uh, issues related to uh, your experience as a as a user of software, and you've you've brought those into a lot of the projects that we've uh, worked on together. In fact, we uh, co-authored uh, an article uh, recently, and uh, I'll include uh, a link to that, to that uh, in the show notes. All right. Well, thank you so much, Blake, for uh, contributing to this discussion. It was uh, great to have you on here for this uh, podcast. Uh, as I mentioned, I'll uh, put in the show notes the link to the article that we wrote together, and uh, hopefully we'll work together again soon on a project. So uh, thank you very much. Thank you, Joe. Hi, I'm Joe Walensky, and as host of the Digital Accessibility Program, I like to keep the focus on our amazing guests. But I'm always excited about my role as Accessibility Director at Blink, the producer of this program, and I'd like to share that with you. Blink is the world's leader in evidence-driven design, and we work with a wide variety of clients. Founded in Seattle, we also have offices in Boston, New York, Austin, San Diego, and San Francisco. Our stated mission is to make technology human. Embracing inclusive design and accessibility brings all of us closer to that mission. We bring accessibility in every one of our projects. Our philosophy is that each of our practitioners should understand how accessibility applies to their own work. Accessibility is not a separate department or activity for us. Our researchers, designers, and developers all employ accessibility principles at every stage. If you have a need for research and design services, Blink is a partner with a full-time commitment to making your product or service accessible and a great experience for all of your customers. Some of the specific areas where we can help, using research to better understand the needs of your customers with disabilities, innovating to make sure your accessibility is the best in class design, we can move existing designs to development in a sprint. And maybe most importantly, we provide a turnkey transformation to an accessible site or app. Of course, compliance status is something that we always include as part of the service. If any of this is of interest, please get in touch with me directly at joe at blinkux.com. That's J-O-E at B-L-I-N-K-U-X.com. Thank you. And please take a moment to rate our program in whatever app you use.